Hello, all you homicidal side people. Homicidal? <laughs> I just said hide. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to A Side of Homicide. I'm Tennille. And I'm Austin. Wow, that's the first time we ever did opposites. I know, it kind of freaked me out. Oh, and there's Leonard whining. <laughs> and that's Leonard. Yes. Ew, take that yes out. That was really Yes. <laughs> That was really gross. Anyways, how was your week? Uh, it's been... <laughs> event- I feel like this week has been chaotic. Chaotic, eventful, borderline manic. I <laughs> I, I, I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> so, as you guys know, I went and got my second ever tattoo, my first real tattoo in an actual tattoo shop. So uh, proud of him. Yeah, so I just decided, holy shit, now my arm just has a count on it. Like, it needs more. Mm-hmm. So, I feel that. All artists are normally booked out for months. Mm-hmm. So what I did on Thursday morning, I just decided, you know what? Like, fuck it. I want another tattoo. So I called around to every shop in Fargo and I got an appointment to <laughs> that same day to get another tattoo. Also, I had no idea until he was on his way. And he, he was texting a group chat and he's like, on my way to get another tat. And I was like, wait, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, what are you getting? And I was like, I don't know. I have ideas. I'm just going to choose last minute. Because the thing is, though, is I'm bad at making decisions. Like, I just need to, like, make a last minute decision and go with it. Yes, Like, the I get cat that. thing I would have never gotten if I didn't decide it last minute. I actually don't blame you because, like, with my half sleeve, I knew what I wanted. I knew I wanted flowers, of course, because I'm, you know, obsessed with yeah. flowers. But he had a cancellation because of COVID, and I got in within, like, three days. Yeah. It was so nice. And he's actually one of those artists that are, like, super fucking hard to get into. Yeah. Like, originally, my appointment was set for, like, a year out. Yeah. And then he had cancellations, and I was like, yes. My guy that I actually went to, I got this random guy, and I was kind of sketched out at first because it was a new place, never been there. and. But he was super sweet, and I told him that, like, because he asked where I've gone before, and I was like, you know, Zoltar, and he said... He's like, yeah, that guy has been rewarded so many different times for so many people. He's known everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, he's been awesome. But, you know, it's hard to get into. Yeah. So, and he knew Kelly, too. Yeah. But. Yeah. Uh, they're really good there. But, yeah, they're hard to get into. Yeah. So, that was that was fun. Oh, and then, um, lately, I don't know. I've just, well, I've always been into kind of, like, gothic, like, oddity decor. So I found this like real odd decor. <laughs> I found this um shop on Pinterest that had this candle holder and it was like red and then it had like baby hands, like ceramic baby hands surrounding the candle. And I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. Also, they were inclusive. Two of the baby hands were black and two were white. <laughs> <laughs> they were. And They're very inclusive. So I was super excited to get it. And also the ceramic hands are or the baby hands are ceramic. Yes. So just to point that out. Well, I got it mailed to me and I got it and the box was really smashed. And I was like, it won't have shipped through USPS and they're never really no. careful with packages. So I opened it and the baby hands were all smashed except for two of them. Which makes me sad for you. I know. So I was super distraught about that. But my seller was super sweet and she refunded me and I sent it back today. But I mean, it was fucking ugly. I'm just going to say that, but... Yeah, but you just don't have the same style, so... <gasps> you guys, it's so creepy looking. I'm going to make Austin post a picture of it. I will. I will gladly post a he picture of it. post a picture Because, you know, it. Anna, my Anna, yeah. likes it. 
Anna N. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Our graphic designer. She we have likes a lot of it. Annas in our life, so we have to <laughs> differentiate. Yes. So it just I think it just gives me creepy vibes, and that's why I'm that's like, ah! like it. I'm like, ha, ah, baby hands just looking at a candle, you know. Yeah. But anyways, so after I dropped that off to be returned today, I went to the store to do pickup and they were bringing out my groceries. I showed them the code. I'm not going to name the store because I don't want to give them a bad rap because they were actually super sweet about this. But And we love them. I The guy came out and I told him to put it in my back seat. And he hit the cart really hard up against my car and chipped the paint off the corner of it. And, and he didn't say anything. He didn't say anything. And I'm too non-confrontational. And also I was like, what is this? kid gonna do he's borderline a baby you know like yeah, i get that so i just got home i called the store and they're like refunding me through insurance which is fine but i was just like this would only happen to me mm-hmm. especially with your brand new car that's <laughs> what i mean i was like you'd think you would be safe doing curbside pickup well also even as a teen though you can tell which cars are expensive and that's what i not. mean and it was a guy okay i'm sorry but you can see that it's yeah. a kia stinger like girls you tell them it's a kia stinger they're like "Ooh, it's that's that. me yeah but they're yeah, like Damn. that's tough yeah, so. oh well anyways also a little side note on your back to the baby hands yes you know what it reminds me of it looks like you're gonna sacrifice like a mini little animal in the middle that's the thing that's the vibes it gives me yeah yeah i like okay. it yeah but anyways enough about me how was your week ben my week was okay. It was busy. I mean, same. Um, Leonard actually had a vet appointment tonight, so we got all of his shots updated. He got his allergy shot again. Uh, he's so funny because whenever I bring him to the vet, he turns into like a paralyzed stuffed animal. I love it so much. It's so funny. You could do anything you wanted and he'd just sit there. Yeah. And he's not ever mean to them. He's never bit anybody. I mean, he's just pretty he's chill. Not. Like, he's not vicious. Like, I know some people know Chihuahuas as vicious, but he's really not. And everybody at the vet loves him and wants to hold him. So I was there for a while. But <laughs> So we did that. And then yesterday, I'm a dumbass. I have really long nails, for those of you who don't know me. And Always really long yeah, nails. always very long nails. And I know better to do or to not do certain activities to rip off my nails. Mm-hmm. And I stupidly, like, tried to lift this really heavy lid and I knew better. I knew it was probably going to damage it. And I did it anyways. And then it just like ripped off half of my nail. And it made me want to die. Literally. Well, I don't know where I was going. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, well, what? Well, I had something. I was going to talk about the movie we watched. Oh, okay. So I know I have that on there. And so I like yelled, holy fucking shit and i ran to the sink and it's still really hurt and now i have this ugly band-aid on it and i'm going to get it fixed tomorrow and i'm making so much fun of her because tenille you've never have you ever worked a food job yeah well technically not like a food but i worked at a candy store so okay. we would have to wear these. okay okay so, so i that i will give you credit for that yeah. because i didn't remember the candy store but yeah. i was like you've never had to wear those and you like are just flaunting a food safe yeah. band-aid around the blue ones yeah we'd have to wear these if we got cuts because we touch candy so. yeah 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 but it <laughs> it hurts so bad and it still hurts today i type for a living and so like it hurt today no. i was suffering i'm not gonna lie but <laughs> it's okay life is still good whatever but and then Austin had never seen the movie The Strangers. And so on Monday, I was like, hey, can you come over? Like, we really have to watch this movie. Like, it's a 
it's like probably one of the best scary movies in my mind. It fucked so, me up. Yeah, it was so good. I never it's got just, oh. that into a scary movie. Like The Conjuring, yes, but mm-hmm. I mean, this is like... Well, and not a lot of people talk about it, which surprises me because I think it's amazing. And it's so funny because Elena from Morbid really likes it too. And I was like, oh. finally, somebody else who appreciated that movie. It was fucked up. It was so good. Well, I guess there's a second one, and I never saw it in theaters or anything. And I think it was 2018 when it came out. Yeah. So we were like, hey, let's rent it on Thursday. And so we got pizza, rented it. I mean, I thought it was good, but not as good as the first. But Austin loved it. Well, yeah. And then you kept scaring me halfway through. Sorry. Just by, like, moving and touching Leonard. And I was, like, (laughs) freaked out because I was so into it. I think I wasn't as scared, so I think that's why it wasn't affecting me as much. It just was a little... This the second one was a bit over the top for me. Okay. So it was just a little trying too hard. Yeah. But I mean, it was still good. I liked it. You know, we enjoy scary movies. So absolutely. Yeah. Well, I guess that's it. But I actually no, I wanted to mention one more thing. I have another quick podcast recommendation because you know me. I mean, I binge podcasts all week long. Yes. So this one I actually have had on my list for a long time, and I just hadn't listened to it. But a big break in the case happened earlier in the year. So that's why I was like, you know what? I just need to listen to it and, you know, just just do it, you know? Yeah. So the podcast is called Your Own Backyard. Have you heard of it? I have not, actually, but I might want to hear of it. So this is a podcast that only focuses on one case, you know, versus ours. That's like many, many different cases. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's the disappearance of Kristen Smart. Have you heard of that? I yes. have. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. So for those of you who have not, why did that sound weird? For those of you who are not familiar with this case, here's a summary. So Kristen was a freshman student at California Polytechnic State University and is presumed to have been abducted, raped, and killed allegedly by Paul Flores. And this is a podcast that was just so well done and so much hard work was put into it that it just, I really recommend yeah. it. Yeah. And the guy who does it has, like, a very soothing voice. <laughs> so that helped, too. Oh. So it was just, it was very well done. I finished it within, like, two days. I think that soothing voice, like, what is it? Ben Frank? No, not Ben, ben Franklin. Franklin. <laughs> what? When did you hear Ben Franklin's voice? <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's okay. But, uh... <laughs> In this podcast, there's only about 10 episodes, so it's not super, super long. So people should check it out because it's really good. Well, it's disappointing that Ben Franklin does not narrate it, so (laughs) I will not be listening. Because supposedly he has a very (laughs) soothing voice. I don't even know who I was trying to say. It's okay. No worries. Well, I guess we can get on in. To news, true crime, news, hosted by Tenille Turner. Commentary by Austin Olds. <laughs> I just totally killed your Thank vibe. Thank you. So, remember when we were on vacation with Jody and Trent, and yes. I was telling you about those, like, dismembered body parts that were being found all over? Yeah, yeah. In Minneapolis? Okay. So, a human head was found posed on a Minneapolis park bench. No! Yeah! Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, according to CARE 11, Adam Richard Johnson, who was 36 years old at the time he was murdered... Uh, he was dismembered afterwards, and his head was found. And that was the one that was found on the bench. And that was his body parts, too? hmm All throughout the city. Shut the fuck yeah. up. And they still haven't caught the killer. 
psychologist Dr. Michael Thompson believes that the killer was most likely somebody he knew yeah. that had killed him with such rage. Mm-hmm. So he stated that extreme rage, a great deal of emotion that went into the killings, but then killing wasn't enough. He, you know, he had to obviously do more because it just wasn't quite enough for him to be done. God, that's fucked up. Him or her. I mean, it could be a girl. Yeah. You know? So the victim's body parts were found scattered in public locations. And that's why they were being found because it yeah. was all over public locations and people would find them. Damn. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Ugh, that's fucked up. Yeah. Because I was going to cover this after we came back, but there just wasn't quite enough information yet. Yeah. And I was like, well, it was hopefully just like they'll figure out who it was first. Body part found in Minneapolis. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a leg or something. It was very yeah. random. Okay. So the next one here is a kidnapper was caught minutes after kidnapping, thankfully. Oh, my. And so was the girl. The girl was found, too. So according to Wave 3 News in Louisville, Kentucky, Robbie Wilt, who is 40 years old, was driving around in a neighborhood and saw a little girl. She was just playing in the street, you know, being a kid, and then he decided to kidnap her. The crazy thing is, though, there was a bunch of people around and people witnessed it happen. So he was just really ballsy. (laughs) So they all reported it and the police did find Robbie and the kidnapped girl shortly after she was taken. She was found unharmed in the front passenger seat of the car because he didn't even have enough time to take her out. Like, that's how quick he was was riding with her. And a video went viral of a cop catching Robbie and then saving the girl. Robbie claims that the girl started crying and he realized what he was doing was wrong. And he tried to bring the girl back from where he kidnapped her from. What? Yes, because he was afraid he may hurt her (laughs) and felt bad for what he had done. Like, excuse me? (laughs) You did it anyways. I think he's just trying to say that so he gets a lighter sentence. Yeah, but... (laughs) I mean, thankfully, he did not physically harm her, you know, yet. Because obviously he was They were just going for a joyride. I mean, in his mind, that's what he's telling people. (laughs) And thankfully, you know, he didn't because obviously his sentence would be a lot more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Robbie is now being held on a million dollar bond for one count of kidnapping of a minor. And he is booked into Louisville Metro Corrections. Oh, my. Yeah. So goodbye, Robbie. Do you know what that reminded me of? Goodbye, Toby from the office. (laughs) The third one here is a mother killed her sleeping husband after her daughter stated that he abused her. I don't blame her. Yeah. I, I get it, girl. You were told something and it put you in a fucking rage. Yeah. You had every right to go into a rage because of that. I'm not saying it was right. But But it was right. But it was right. (laughs) (laughs) But it was right. (laughs) So according to Mirror UK, Corinna Smith, who is 59 years old and from Neston, Cheshire, uh, was told from her daughter that her husband, Michael Baines, who is 80 years old. (laughs) Why? Okay. Um, But ew. So it wasn't when he was 80. It was when they were younger. The kids were younger. So um, allegedly he had sexually assaulted her and her brother when they were children. Her brother had actually ended up taking his own life in 2007. No. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if maybe the daughter was feeling guilty of keeping that secret for so long. And was like, hey, mom, this is what happened. And, you know, maybe that's why he killed himself. Yeah. After being told this, Corinna Smith boiled water and sugar in a kettle and then filled it in a garden bucket and then poured it all over her sleeping husband. (laughs) Michael did not die right away. 
Yeah. He ended up suffering burns to 36% of his body and then underwent surgery and skin grafts, but ended up dying a few weeks later at the hospital. So <laughs> he just suffered. Uh, Corinna was sentenced to life imprisonment, which is sad. Mm. Yeah. In order to serve a minimum of 12 years behind bars before parole can be considered. So hopefully, you know, she just has to serve those 12 years and then can get out. I think so. Like, I know obviously murder's not right, but like, I get where her rage is coming from. Yeah, I get it. absolutely. All right, next one here. DNA database helps solve another case, which I love. According to My Son Coast, on January 27th, 2007, an unknown male was helping a female back to her home where she was then sexually battered. A DNA sample was collected, but it did not match any known offender because he hadn't been arrested for any thing. Detectives re-examined the sample in hopes that a genetic genealogy could identify a subject. It did. Really? They ran the suspect's DNA two times through a familial DNA database, and in March 2021, the Florida Department of Law Enforcement advised that a possible suspect had been identified as Jared T. Vaughn, who is now 44 years old. His DNA did match, and Jared ended up surrendering himself on the charge of sexual battery. Hmm. I think he was like, shit, my name's out there. I better go. Yeah, true. So that was kind of nice. I like hearing those stories when things like that happen. Absolutely. You know, it's it's great news. So an abducted woman rescued after leaving notes in public bathrooms. Have you heard of this case at all? No. I wasn't sure if you had or not because it has been on social media a lot just because it's kind of a crazy case. Yeah. According to the Post-Gazette, a note was found on July 10th, 2021 that read, if I don't make it, tell my family I love them. The note was written by a woman who was held captive by Corey Brewer, who is 40 years old, and he had been holding her captive since May 1st of this year. The note was found stuck behind a mirror in the woman's restroom. So two days prior to the first note being found, a similar note was found in another woman's restroom at a Walmart. And this note stated that she was being physically and sexually assaulted and held against her will by Corey. Uh, The police ended up arresting Corey and he is facing charges of sexual assault, strangulation, involuntary deviant sexual intercourse, terroristic threats, unlawful restraint, and simple assault. (laughs) Lots of charges. Oh, my. So there are a lot more details to this case than I said. So I really encourage everybody to check it out because, you know, it's just a brief summary. Right. But it's it's wild. What the fuck? Yeah, it's very interesting. So my last one today, I have six because Austin suggested this one. <laughs> I was wondering if you're going to do it. <laughs> and I couldn't pass it up because it's one of my favorite stories. Okay, okay. So a man maces people at Bath and Body Works over candles. <laughs> I mean... Sometimes those candles are cutthroat. Those candles are expensive as fuck. (laughs) They're $25. (laughs) Do I blame them? No. No. (laughs) But honestly, I think the workers probably would have just let them leave. Legit. Like, (laughs) why did you have to start macing people? (laughs) With bear mace. Yeah. So according to Fox 13 News, Tampa Bay, a Florida man stole a bag full of candles from Bath and Body Works in a mall and then prior to leaving, he decided to spray dozens of other shoppers <laughs> with bear mace repellent before fleeing. Also, why are you spraying the shoppers? Nobody's going to stop you. Nobody <laughs> gives a shit. It's candles. And part of the mall actually ended up being evacuated <laughs> because of it. And around 35 people were affected. And some actually were even taken to hospital for treatment. 
Because, I mean, maybe if you have asthma or something or yeah. heart problems breathing of some sort. Well, <laughs> did you get the taxi part? No, I didn't. Okay, okay. Well, I'm just going to say that I don't know how true it is, but I was listening to it on our local radio because they covered this. Oh, they I, did? Okay. That's where I got it from, and I was like, oh, my God, you have to, like, check this out because it's so fucking funny. Apparently, he fleed in a taxi that he called himself. Really? <laughs> See, he hasn't been caught. So I, I don't know how true it is. I didn't read that. But, yeah. So, but once apprehended... He could face charges of armed robbery and aggravated battery charges. <laughs> but as of right now, the suspect is still unknown and on the loose with his candles. Ah, hope he visits. No, I was going to say, hope he visits the Fargo. No, <laughs> I'm going there tomorrow. So no. <laughs> Bring your bear mace. Right? Oh, I just thought that was so interesting. I'm glad you told me to cover that one because I loved it. Oh, I fucking laughed so hard. Oh, I heard of it on the radio because I was listening to the radio at work. Mm -hmm. And I heard it and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyways, I suppose we can get on to the main case. Yes. My case today is on the Colleen Ritzer murder. I know you've heard of this. It's sad. It's, it's super really sad, sad, and I actually cried. Making... It made me really sad, so yeah. I get it. So, Tania, let me start by asking you, have you ever had a teacher that you really loved? Like, truly, yes. truly love. Yes. Okay. I actually this... emailed him, like, a year ago. Because I really liked his classes, and I thought he, like, he taught me really well. Yeah. And, you know, I know I was a fucking asshole as a kid. Like, yeah. who wasn't? Because, like, with our school, we'd have these teachers from sixth grade to senior year. Yeah. And I emailed him and I was like, you know, thanks so much, like, for everything that you've done. I really appreciated you as a teacher. It's like, not sure if you remember me or not, because I know it's been like 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> he emailed me back, like, right away. And he's like, of course I remember you. I'm glad that, you know, you're doing well. And Northern Cast is kind of the same, just a lot of new faces and then a little old me. Yeah. <laughs> but it was really sweet. It was a nice message. That's super yeah. sweet. And that's what him. really got to me about this case because it reminded me of my favorite teacher. And I know she listens to this, Miss Kristen. Yes. And I've been wanting to meet her too. She it, was my first grade teacher and I literally loved her so much. I would get to, well, I'd always get to school super early. So I'd go into her classroom because she would get there early too. And I would sharpen all the pencils and everything. She would Oh my provide, God, you're so cute. She would provide all the supplies for her mm -hmm. students. So I'd sharpen all the pencils and help her get prepped for the day. And you know, teachers don't get paid enough. Like they have to deal with a lot of shit. Exactly. And you know, teachers get a bad rep because there is really bad teachers, but there's mm -hmm. also just those teachers that, that are make, amazing, you know, that, you know, this is their passion and they love mm -hmm. to do it, but Which, God bless their souls. Cause kids are assholes. I know. <laughs> so when seeing this case, it just really, really got to me because mm -hmm. it had me thinking about those teachers like Colleen. That was really just, and she just seemed like such a sweet teacher. It's mm -hmm. still, oh, this case upsets me. I hate you. So, Colleen Ritzer was born in the summer of 1989, same year as Taylor Swift. I know that because of her album, 1989. Oh my gosh, of course you do. I love Taylor Swift. Also, people, uh, also people like hate Taylor Swift, but I honestly, I mean, She's I really sweet. love her. She's sweet. I do really love her. So Colleen was born in Lawrence, Massachusetts, but grew up in Andover, where she graduated high school and attended college at Assumption University. 
By 2013, she was 24 years old. She was fresh out of college and she was had taught for a year before, but she just had made her way to Danvers High School where she taught ninth grade algebra. Which also <clears throat> ninth graders are tough. They really are. She was known for her kind demeanor, her love for family, and her positive outlook. She loved her job so much, she actually had a Twitter account devoted for announcing homework and relevant school news, and occasionally she would post about her baking. Oh my god, she's so cute. I know, and while reviewing her Twitter, I found a quote that that she posted that read, Every day might not be good, but there's something good in every day. That really got to me. That's such a good thing to tell young kids. You know, a lot of young kids, I mean, even one of my coworkers' friends this past week, she was 14 and committed suicide. Yeah. So, like, to give kids those, like, inspirational quotes and, like, just to try to, you know, lift up their spirits, it's a really good thing to do. You can tell that her true focus was on making a difference in these kids' lives. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about you. But I was actually pretty good at algebra. Oh, I fucking hated math. I'm sorry. I did too. I would never do my homework. But if I did it once or twice, I could understand it. So I did good on the tests. And my teachers hated me for it. Really? Because I would never do the homework. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Well, I mean, I will admit, when I went to college, I was like in the lowest math class because I was bad at it. And I hated it. But like, I rocked at like chemistry. And I rocked at like See, history. I was not good at either of those. <laughs> My Anna, I know she listens to Anna Bowman. So she used to cheat on me all or cheat off of me all the time because she was so bad at it. And I'd let her because I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Oh, like good chemistry times. <laughs> so Danvers High School taught roughly a thousand students. So it wasn't a small cool. Was it a small cool? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a small school by any means. Small, cool school. <laughs> <laughs> and fun fact, the lead singer of the band Boston went there. I have no idea who Boston it's is. It's a classic rock singer. Oh, okay. Thank you for this summary. <laughs> Colleen was super sweet. Colleen was a super sweet young teacher that would often stay late to tutor students to ensure they receive a proper education. Oh, Teachers work a ton of hours for little pay, and the fact that she went the extra mile for students to stay later Mm -hmm. to help them understand is super sweet. It is. So on October 22nd of 2013, she asked one of her students, Philip Chisholm, who was 14 at the time, to stay after school to talk to her. And this was because... He was, wasn't doing the best in class, so she wanted to help him to one of her... Oh, and li- it's nice that she didn't call him out in class. Yeah. there were some asshole teachers that'd be, like, calling mm-hmm. you out in class, being like, why aren't you doing your homework? Exactly. What's going on? The kid's not going to talk to you in front of the whole class. Right. So like, she was hello. like, hey, let's stay after school. And he That was, was like, sweet of her. Yeah, so... <clears throat> well, maybe she wanted to know what was going on in his home life. Exactly. So... Philip had just moved from Clarksville, Tennessee, and to strike some conversation, she asked him about his time in Tennessee and how he was adjusting to the new city. Yeah, just trying to start a conversation, be friendly. And he got visibly upset. And so she realized, you know, hey, like, there must be something touchy there. So she Mm -hmm. changed the subject and went about her day. So nobody knows, but it's speculated that he was triggered due to his parents' divorce. They were going through a pretty rough divorce, and that's why he actually moved to, um, that's why he actually made the move to Danvers. From Tennessee? Yeah, and he didn't want to be there at all. 
Well, and when you're 14, you've got your friends already, you know, you've got roots down and then all of a sudden up and moving. It's really stressful. Absolutely. And it's such a touchy age to make mm -hmm. this change. But so around 3 p.m., Colleen left the classroom and headed to the bathroom. And this was the last time anybody heard from her. I hate this case so much. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's because she's so sweet. Usually cases, I mean, obviously they all bother me, but this one's bothering me extra. Because she did nothing wrong. <laughs> Leonard's digging in his oh toy God. basket. <laughs> if you hear a squeak, oh, that squeaker's broken, actually. <laughs> Colleen still lived with her parents at this point, so when she did not return home at a decent time, her parents grew worried. Mm -hmm. I mean... She was 24, but at the same time, that's still your baby. Well, not only that, I could see why she's living at home. She probably has a lot of student loans. She doesn't get paid a ton as a teacher. Exactly. And that freaking sucks. Absolutely. So. Well, she seems so sweet. I bet she got along great with her parents. I know. She loved her family. So she went to school. I mean, I love my parents, but I could not move back. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously they had a really good yes. relationship. So when she didn't return home, her parents took off to the school to look for her. They saw her car that was still at the school, so they started asking around to see if anybody had heard or seen her. Yeah, because it was that's super... normal. I mean, they see her car there. They probably think, oh, she's probably just helping out another kid or another right. teacher. And... Well, and it's, it's 2013, so it's a little bit more concerning because everybody has cell phones at that mm -hmm. point. I mean... Sure. So if, you know, nobody, if she's not answering her cell phone and she didn't call or text to let them know that she's not going to be home. And at a everybody time, definitely has cell phones. Right. Exactly. So that's concerning. So of course nobody had heard from them. Of course nobody had heard from her. So they tried reaching out to friends to see if maybe she went out for dinner or something. Just kind of like got caught and maybe friends mm -hmm. dropped by and said, let's go out. And she's like, okay. I mean, she's 24. I could see it. Exactly. So, weirdly enough, Philip was soon reported missing as well. By his parents? From his mother at 6.30 p.m. Then. Hmm. I mean, obviously his mom cared too, though, which yeah. is sad, you know, because obviously she's like, well, crap, he didn't come home from school. I haven't heard from him. Like, I'm worried. Yeah, absolutely. I feel bad for his mom. I know. So she reported him missing at 6.30 p.m. And the principal immediately sent out an email to staff notifying them of the missing student, which good on him. Mm -hmm. Did I mean, he say anything about the teacher yet? So after he got this um, notification about the student, yeah. someone called and said that there's a teacher missing as well. Oh, God. So. I bet this principal's just shitting his pants. I know. After viewing CCTV footage, Colleen was seen leaving her classroom for the bathroom, like I said, and that's when Philip was also seen seconds later looking out of the classroom quickly and kind of looking around. And Thank he, you for that visual. Yeah. <laughs> Austin just like looked around the room. <laughs> and then he goes back in the classroom. Hmm. And then comes back out soon with his hoodie over his head. Thank goodness they had cameras. I know. And then he was seen putting gloves on as he walked towards the bathroom. The women's bathroom, correct? Mm-hmm. Obviously, at this point, they knew these cases were related. Mm -hmm. They just didn't know how. 
And obviously, Philip being a kid, 14 years old, they're going to focus on him first, mm -hmm. which is tragic. But, you know, you got to focus on one thing at a time. Well, I mean, he's a minor, too. I get it. And Ex who knows? Maybe they could be speculating that they had a relationship and she took him or something. Exactly. You know, they don't know details. So I'm sure all different theories are popping out at them. And you never know. What do you do? Yeah, you focus on the kid. So they... They tracked his cell phone to a movie theater where he'd seen a movie about 4.30 p.m. and was gone. Hmm. Police began... Because she went missing and he went missing at around 3, correct? Mm-hmm. And then he saw the movie at 4.30. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, obviously, at this point, they... No, I already said that. Police began searching the school because where else do you start? Well, and you see the CCTV footage, so I, I get it. That's where right. it began. And while searching the woman's bathroom, they found what they thought were bloody streaks, which obviously was a huge red flag. Mm -hmm. Something went wrong there. And there's no cameras in there, so exactly. I don't know what happened. They then started to search around the school because they knew that she couldn't have made it too far. Well, especially without a car. Right. This is when they found Colleen's purse. In the woods behind the school, which reminds me of Jennifer's body, I just watched that, where she takes the football player behind the football field where there's woods and she I'm gonna just rewatch it tonight. eats them. <laughs> so we're really into scary movies lately. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wishing it was spooky time October. Even though Jennifer's body is more kind of sexual scary. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it is. So anyways, her purse was found completely empty. They searched all through the night trying to find her through those woods. And I'm sure it was very, I guess I really didn't look into it. I will ad admit that, but how thick the woods were, but mm -hmm. I'm assuming it's woods. There's, there's gotta be, well, see, I mean, with, with North Dakota here, I mean, we don't have a lot of trees. Yeah. So it'd be a very quick search <laughs> right, right. here. But here you got to think it's, it's towards Halloween. Mm -hmm. The leaves are all on the ground. It's cold. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, where do you even start? You can't even find anything. There's too many goddamn leaves everywhere. Mm -hmm. So upset about the leaves. I know. Goddamn <laughs> fucking leaves. <laughs> so they eventually found her body underneath a pile of leaves posed in a very sexual position. She had her legs <laughs> up. I hate this story. I know. Her body was found naked from the waist down, which immediately signifies that rape was involved. Mm-hmm. Next to her body was a note that said, I hate you all. Damn. I read trash can and I thought it said lesbian. What? <laughs> How do you get lesbian from trash can? I have no idea. It's okay. They also found a trash... <laughs> I almost said lesbian! <laughs> I hate you! They <laughs> Get it together! They also found a trash can a that had. <laughs> Sorry. There's no lesbian in the. They found a lesbian! With blood! <laughs> I don't even care. I'm keeping this over. It's too fucking funny. <laughs> they, they also found a trash can that had bloody gloves in it. Oh, the bloody gloves! The lesbian with bloody gloves! <laughs> Sorry. Our next scary movie. <laughs> If directors are listening, lesbian with bloody gloves. Oh. Philip was found that night walking the sidewalk in Topsfield, which is about 15, 20 minutes away, wearing his backpack. And in his bag, they found a bloody box cutter, bloody underwear, 
Mm. And Colleen's wallet contents. Oh, I hate this kid. He first tried to claim that he broke into her car and stole them. But when questioned about the bloody contents, obviously... Was there going to find her blood? Right. Also, 14-year-olds aren't very bright at that time. Oh, I robbed her car, but I'm sorry. I found bloody panties in it and bloody bunch of shit. Yeah, literally have the underwear she was wearing that day. Right. (laughs) She just gave them to me. Yeah, they were just in her car. She she put blood on it. She had her period, sorry. (laughs) 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 Well, it happens. It happens. So that didn't play out, and after looking further into the footage, Philip can be seen entering the bathroom after Colleen, and after 11 minutes, a girl walks in and immediately leaves when she saw what she thought was somebody changing clothes. Okay, didn't want to bother them. I'm sure assault looks very different than somebody changing clothes. Well, according to my source, she saw, quote-unquote, an exposed butt. Probably like, fuck, gotta go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she left. She peaced the fuck out. Literally. I was like, see ya, booty. And Philip was seen leaving the bathroom at 3.14 after changing clothes. 14 minutes, wow. And later returned with a trash bin on wheels, you know, like the ones mm-hmm. that you set outside, in which he wheeled into the bathroom and was seen leaving the school with it. He's got to be at least a bigger kid to be able to have that strength. He was to... pretty tall. Okay, I was going to say, because she's a grown woman, you know, 24. And also on wheels. No, I mean to lift the body into the Oh, bin, I know. I was kind of wondering that, too. Like, I the mean, wheels, obviously, yeah. I mean, that's easy to move. Set it but... down, just kind of pushed her in. her in. Yeah. I don't know. But then how well, would we you did look... find the smears. Yeah. That could be that. that you know? That's true. I don't know where the smears were, so that could have been on yeah. the floor, maybe, where they just kind of scooped her in. So... Anyways, when he was leaving, he was even passing by people and pedestrians, even a guy with a dog that was caught on CCTV footage, just walking his dog. I mean, wasn't questioned at all, which was is, weird. Though, if you just see somebody holding one of those, you're not going to question it. Yeah. It's normal to see people with garbage. Yeah, and maybe but, it was after school, so maybe he was helping out the custodian. That's true. Because I was friends with the custodians when I was younger. Yeah, that's true. Me too. Oh. 25 minutes later, he is seen again in the same hall walking to the bathrooms with bloody pants. He changed into all black and then left. So he was walking around with the can with bloody clothes on? Or did he change before he left? The cans bathroom? got bloody in the woods when dealing with her body. Oh. Okay. So when Philip had entered the bathroom behind Colleen, he strangled her, stabbed stabbed her 16 times, and raped her. As you already probably assumed, she was not... She was put into the trash can and wheeled into the woods where he sexually assaulted her with a tree branch. Oh, God, I forgot about that part. Left it in there. For fuck's sake. Before covering her with leaves and leaving the note. The note is like the most 14-year-old thing there is about this case. I don't know the truth behind this, but I did read on one source that apparently his student ID was left nearby, too, as like a signature. What an idiot. During the trial, his defense tried to argue that he was having some sort of psychotic break and was only doing what the voices in his head told him. Mm -mm. But of course, this did not stand him in court. I'm sorry, I understand the voices, 
But why would a 14-year-old boy murder somebody just because a voice inside of his head told mm-hmm. him to? He wanted to do this. Like, unless he was, like, schizophrenic, okay, I could see that, because you're, like, a lot of those people are not in control. Right. But, like, if but he at the was same time, proven he planned not to be, this out. Yeah. I mean, he had gloves, he had the knife. Exactly. Yeah, he's... Like, he literally hatched a plan. And knew how to dispose of her. It wasn't like a crime of opportunity. It's not like he stole a knife from the school. Yeah. And stole gloves from the school. You know, it's like, it sounds like he brought them with him. Yeah. No, he totally did. They were in his backpack. So he had planned that. Yeah. There's no way. One thing I did find eerie in the trial was that they showed the box cutter he used to slice her neck. And it read, don't cut your arm in Sharpie. He had stole this box cutter from like a hardware store, I think it was. Don't quote me on okay, that. Okay, so he did steal he it, did but not steal from it, the school. But it not was from a hardware yeah. store. Yeah. Okay. But it's still super creepy. Do not, don't cut your arm. Yeah, that's weird. He was sentenced to life in prison with possibility of parole in 25 years. But I truly hope he rots in there. I'm sorry. I hope that they deny his parole over. Well, and, and then over they were trying to say that, oh, it was because of his parents' divorce. No. I'm sorry. My parents are divorced. That's not an excuse. I'm not going to go fucking murder a teacher no. that literally has no bad thoughts. No. Well, not only that. Like, she was so nice to him. Well, and another thing that I, I forgot to include in my notes, and I feel terrible about this, but I found a remembering Colleen Ritzer facebook group Hmm. and it was made by her friend i don't know because it doesn't say who created it but it says the description is six years ago colleen created a group to remember my fiance i remember her mom telling me how touched colleen was that i had reached out to thank her for her compassion i never would have thought i'd be doing this for colleen as bob marley said the love love the life you live live the life you love which is exactly what colleen did Please keep her and her family, especially her parents, Peggy and Tom, in your thoughts and prayers. Peggy and Tom. That is the most like wholesome couple name ever. And use this group as a way to share any memories with Colleen. And they also, her town has been doing this 5K. For, in remembrance of her. Oh so the, the Colleen E. Ritzer Memorial Fund fosters a society of compassion with kindness as a motivating influence in all its endeavors. Renowned for her kindness, zeal for life, teaching, and love for family, the organization emulates Colleen's compassion through scholarships, grants, and other programs with kindness and education at their core. Oh, my God. They do a 5K every year, I too. I love that they're still doing it. That's so sweet. There's even registration for, like, <laughs> the next year. It's... That's so sad. This seriously made me cry when I was researching, especially like just the thing about modern day murders and shit like that is when they lead behind a social media trail like Mm -hmm. that. Like, it's like, you can feel the pain of their parents. You can feel the pain of their friends. Mm -hmm. It's like, she literally had no bad thoughts. Mm -mm. He took her life. caring teacher. Oh, I hope he rots in hell. May he rot in hell. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, when you texted me saying you were going to do this case, I was like, oh, God. Seriously, that's what took me longer because I was crying while I was doing it. Oh, that's why I texted you and I was like, oh, that's a brutal case. Oh, fuck. But yeah. Len is happy that we're done. Yeah, me too, Leonard. Me too. I'm going to go jump off my balcony now. (laughs) So I suppose we can get on to our dog and cat fact. Yeah, how do I... How do we come back Transition into that. That is truly... First case so far that's made me cry. 
that we've covered. I was going to say, because... Besides the Matthew Shepard case. That one made me ball, and I'm not a crier, but that Matthew Shepard case. <sighs> oh, dear God. Let me know if me you cry. guys want me to cover it. I have thought about it, and I was going to do it one week, but I just don't think... I'm ready to cover mm -hmm. it just yet, just because it's such a sensitive topic for oh, myself, yes. too. Well, I kept thinking of you, and that's what, like, made me start bawling. Oh, that's like, such a I just, oh. Okay, anyways, we're just getting deeper and deeper down <laughs> the depressing Sorry, hole. guys. <laughs> okay. Let's interest you with some cat and dog. So, according to Pet Assure, the U.S. has the highest dog population in the world. France is the second highest. Really? Yeah. I'm not surprised that U.S. is because, like, we're obsessed with our pets. Yeah, that's true. You know? Because, like, for example, like, my friend Aziz. Okay, so my friend Aziz was from Uzbekistan, and they don't treat pets or dogs. Excuse me. They don't even tell them pet or call them pets over there. Yeah. They don't treat dogs the same way that we do. They, like, sleep outside. They stay outside. They're not inside. They're not on the furniture, like, that kind of thing. And they're not really pets. So it's very different for him to come here and be like, oh, yeah, you guys have pets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so. That's it's so weird. And interesting, yeah. I'm glad that we treat pets the way that we do, though, because Leonard's my child. Yeah, absolutely. So cats can spend up to a third of their waking hours grooming. I actually kind of like that. Yeah. I do, because then you know they're pretty clean. Well, Minus pot roast. See, <laughs> Minus pot roast, seriously. <laughs> For but, those of you who don't know, there's this cat that we follow on TikTok named Pot Roast. Yes. And she is crusty. She is disheveled. Yeah, she is just a crusty cat. But I love her. I do too. Well, and I love and her name. That's the thing. People always say cats are so dirty. They are so OCD. Like some cats, a lot. Of, Max is fine with me now. But I've experienced cats before. Like when you touch them, they have to clean themselves mm -hmm. afterwards. Yeah, because they don't want your germs. Yeah. I don't blame them. Well, that's why, I mean, cats really don't like to be bathed. And that's fine. I mean, I'm fine with it because mm -hmm. he bathes himself. But I mean, Leonard like, still hates to be bathed. <laughs> yeah, but he's Leonard. Hi, Len. He's staring at us like, you guys done yet? I don't play. <laughs> I but anyways, you guys. Well, if you want to follow us on Facebook at... A Side of Homicide. Sorry, he's drinking wine. <laughs> <laughs> or on Instagram at... Side of Homicide. Or email us at... Side of Homicide at Hotmail.com. And if you'd be so kind to leave us a luscious review on... A luscious yes, review? Okay. On Apple Podcasts, we would love you forever and make us... You good? Make us... I was going to say cream in our pants, but that's... <laughs> make us drink no. wine and coke. <laughs> We're keeping that in. Cream our pants! <laughs> we love you! Bye! <laughs> Bye!